0: You're listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. I'm so excited to show you some before and afters of our hair restorations that we're going to post them more and more on our uh, website. And I wanted to really talk about it today because one of the things that I think has been um, an issue with men and women, and you know, Exactly what I'm talking about because if it's if hair has been something that you've been concerned about, you're starting to lose more and more hair, Um, you're starting to have this receding hairline that's been going on now for a number of years, and you're really trying to think of the best way to handle this. I really want you to know that the technology and the state of the art of hair restoration is really incredible. Now, For some of you that know this, I'm just reiterating some uh, details about my past with doing hair transplants. But way back when, when I first got out of my residency program and fellowship, I used to do hair transplants a good amount. And the technology was fine. The the way we went about doing it was fine. But the, the ability to create an elegant, elegant start-to-finish procedure was still lacking, nowadays, they are so much better. All I can do, I have a big smile on my face when I'm telling you this, because as we're doing more and more men and women, not only is the recovery so much more incredibly quick and literally two days worth of really just taking it easy, the the amount of discomfort that all of you that have had this procedure done, just tell me it's completely not even an issue. There, I mean, like, so when we talk about pain and discomfort and everything else from any kind of a plastic surgery procedure, we always want to make sure that we're being realistic about this. But I'm telling you, I everyone that I've discussed this with tell me that I have gone overboard in explaining to them some of the pain and discomfort that they may have because they literally, I see you the next day and all of you that we've done have just told me it was just very, very smooth. And I think a lot of it has to do with how we line everything up in advance, making sure that this is going to be like a a day or two where you're really doing nothing post, you know, hair transplant. And even the setup about coming in, getting it done, how we're, you know, it just, it turns out to be a really interesting, nice day of a procedure. Now, when I say a day, I really want to make sure you know, when we're doing thousands of grafts, it's going to take a good portion of the day to do it. But the beauty of it is once your scalp has been anesthetized, you could really sit back and just relax. Some of you bring in your iPad. Some of you are just listening to music. Others are just, you know, falling asleep because we can give you some sedation and things like that to just make it very, very comfortable. But at the end of the day, More important than even that is the results that we're seeing and the recovery is just so streamlined that I really wanted to talk a little bit about this because I wanted to make sure you know, you know, when we're talking about hair transplants or hair restoration, it really is about bringing new hairs from an area that you have Hair growing very nicely and bringing those new hairs into a depleted zone on your scalp. So it literally is about adding like more density. It's adding more hair to an area where it's either very, very sparse or almost non-existent. Those are the candidates for what I would say is a true hair restoration from the way all of you are probably thinking about it. Now, I want to enter into the new age of hair restoration, and that's what we're doing here at Davis Cosmetic Plastic Surgery. It's not just for the person that has a completely bald crown on the back of their head or someone that really has lost so much of their hairline that we need to put in thousands of grafts. I'm actually telling all of you that over the past six months, we've been doing hair transplants on men and women, and a lot of women, because of COVID-related stress, hair loss, and other things, where we're literally just filling in an area that may have started to go either bald, or just very sparse. And we don't need to do thousands of grafts. We don't need to do anything that's over crazy amounts of, like, you know, taking someone who's completely bald and trying to make sure that they have hair. I'm saying that the elegance of this procedure now is such that you can come in because you have a receding hairline and you want to bring it forward a little bit more, or the crown. Is starting to show a little bit more balding and you're losing hair back there. We can literally harvest enough hair follicles individually and choose the right size, choose the right kind of hairs very elegantly and place them in exactly the position that you want to get more hair volume, more hair density, more hair in that particular area. And I have to be 100% honest with you. Up until these past six months, I really didn't think that there were so many women that really were concerned about this particular problem because most of you And you know who I'm talking about. You know, you have so much hair, but all of a sudden, when you come in for the consultation and you start to show me, yeah, I have a lot of hair, but take a look at this. And some of you have extensions, some of you have other things to mask some areas that have really started to get very sparse or even bald in certain areas. And we can actually change that for you. And it's truly incredible when I see the before and afters of this because it's like a life-changing thing for many of you. And I'm sure you know friends or family, and it could even be you, that may have had a hair transplant years ago. A lot of guys had it done years ago. And you know the stigma of you know a scar on the back of the head or just having hair transplants that don't look natural. And I'm here to tell you that the state of the art, of hair restoration can be done in such a way, again, if you're a good candidate for this, if you have the right type of donor hair, if we're doing it in the proper fashion, if we're doing all of these things that we know that we're supposed to be doing, you can have a very elegant result, have it very natural looking. And let me just add one more thing. This does not have to be an all and done Procedure. And uh, I'll give you an example. We just did a 62 year old guy the other day that's had two other hair transplants in his lifetime already. One when he was just about 30, one when he was in his mid 40s, and now another one. And that's one of these procedures that, you know, if you have a male or a female pattern of balding, and you can take a look at your genetics and see how that's you know, going to basically shake out, you're going to know that we're not really stopping by doing a hair transplant maybe you know, 20, 25 years ago. We didn't stop the progression of your male pattern balding or your female pattern of balding. But what we can do now is take a look at what that pattern is and know how to utilize the grafts from the donor area in such a way that we're going to minimize that result of the ongoing male pattern of balding or female pattern of balding and that's why a consultation and a discussion about how old you are what what your goals are with this what your family you know history of you know balding and things look like and that superimposed upon doing healthy things to make the scalp, you know, a fertile ground, if you will, to grow hair and to make sure that your scalp is as healthy as possible. All of these things we know now. I mean, the science behind this is just incredible. And that's why if this is something that you're really interested in, definitely look into the whole idea of what's new about not just hair restoration, but what's new in the whole field of making your scalp as healthy as possible so that even the hairs that are still growing on your head can be healthier, thicker, look better. And if it is an area that you really want to bring more hair into an area of your scalp, then by all means, look into everything that has to do with hair restoration, because I think you're going to be very, very surprised, pleasantly, surprised in what the before and afters look like. And I've been documenting uh, the, the donor area and the recipient area the day after, two or three days after, a week, a month. And you could really see that within the course of about a week, the donor area that where we harvested the actual hair follicles, you can barely even see where those hair follicles came from. And it is so exciting. You know everybody out there that has a garden. And you know if you you love gardening and you love seeing the tomato plants growing and if you're growing peppers or whatever else, you get so excited when you finally see those buds coming in. Trust me, when you start to see these hairs growing and you can really see that they're healthy and they're really filling in an entire area that at one point was either very, very sparse or almost bald... You're going to get excited as I am when I take a look at this. So you've been listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.